Hello to all you alarmed out there. Shelby here. We adult besties will be discussing Christmas and Yule traditions and origins today. Listener discretion is advised if you have any tiny believers in your midst. You've been warned. Hello and welcome to Charmed and Alarmed. This podcast is dedicated to all things witchy and metaphysical. So whether you're a baby witch, an expert, or just want to learn about some spooky stuff, you're in the right place. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. Today we'll be discussing the origins and modern practices surrounding the Yule holiday. Happy Yule! Merry Christmas! All the holidays. <laughs> All the holidays. All of the winter holidays, any of that you're celebrating or not celebrating, I hope you have a great day on them. Um, thanks to all of the new listeners. We really appreciate you rating and reviewing. It really helps us out. And thanks to everybody who emailed us in all of their experiences with their spirit guides and all of your stories. We love reading and hearing them. Keep them coming. Charmed and alarmed at gmail.com. Um, so we're going to talk about Yule today. Now, Lauren, I, you and I were raised very similarly um, well, I guess we all three were, where we all celebrated Christmas. Do you celebrate Yule at all? Not Yule per se, no. But I well, might do you'll something find, along that line. Yeah, you'll find most of the Christmas traditions are based on Yule. Um, Brittany, do you celebrate Yule as a Yule tide? So um, the actual specific day of Yule, not necessarily. Um but I kind of do Yuletide shit as soon as Thanksgiving's over until yeah. like mid January. <laughs> Cause I, I just am like here for it. Yeah, as I was telling my uh, friend Kristen the other day, um, we just kind of yeet ourselves into the Christmas spirit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, and I feel like we would always in the in the pandemic pre times. Oh my god, what have you done? <sighs> I feel like we, it's it's the cat. He's being bad, of course. What did he do? I want to know. He knocked down a cord and now he's jumped <gasps> on. To, you're about to see him. He's <gasps> about to make his debut. <gasps> it's his second debut because he already had a debut album in the Hero episode. Which Aww. was hard to edit. He's so um, cute. Oh, shoot. What was I saying? Um, Yuletide. Yule? I talked about... We yeet ourselves into the Christmas spirit. Yes. And we used to celebrate in the before times pre-panty. Um, we would always get together like around New Year's um, mm-hmm. and exchange our Christmas mm-hmm. and birthday gifts because being an adult is stupid and I hate it. <laughs> um, and we could only in three months we could figure out one date to get together. Um, Which will be your birthday so. party this year. Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm guys, trying. I have a whole floor. Um. Yeah, I'm also trying because we currently do not have walls. So, oh. um, we had the the people come give us an estimate on Friday. So hopefully, uh, I'll have walls by then. Fingers crossed. Fingers um, crossed. or I'll have wood. to push it back. Knock on wood. Um, listeners, uh, at on one episode, Brittany told you to pick my theme for my birthday. So nobody sent anything in. Tweet us. 
Don't tweet us. We don't have a Twitter. Uh, send us an Instagram message. Uh, uh, Charm underscore alarmed. Can I suggest Gatsby slash 1920s? Oh, I bought yeah. I have a dress. Well, I bought that with the intention of coming. And then we had that, like, it was like a rain. Oh, ice, big snowstorm. Snow yeah. Yeah. It was it nasty. Happens. So I still haven't used it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still have one. So yeah, sure. It's it's Great Gatsby themed because I also have that and I will do my hair this time. Okay. I lo- okay. Listen, you don't have to use it, but I have an excellent Spotify playlist. It's called Electro uh, Electro Swing. And oh, it's yeah. like- Oh yeah, we will use it. It's very Gatsby, like that kind of like modernized jazzy sort of yeah. thingamaduty. Yeah. Okay. I'll forward it to you. You're welcome. Perfect. Okay. Well, <laughs> listeners- Write in if your theme was Great Gatsby, because uh, that's well. I actually haven't read or seen Great Gatsby, so it's just twenties theme, <gasps> I guess. Um, it's such a good okay. So the book is pretty great. Like I actually really enjoyed the book. Um, the newer movie was very oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was very good. Yeah. Um, it's if you're a very visual sort of person, and you're more a sensory sort of person. It's a good movie. Okay. And yeah, I sadly. just don't watch a lot of movies. Oh, well. That's my problem. I suggest it. 1010 recommend. Yeah. Um, okay. So back on topic, Yule. Um, also called Yule or Yule. Um, if you're, uh, you know, from any of those Scandinavian countries. Um, it's a festival um, observed historically by Germanic peoples. Um, and in modern times, primarily neo-pagans, which I guess is what we are, hashtag new pagans, um, coinciding with the winter solstice, which is December 21st to 22nd in the Northern Hemisphere and July 20th, or no, June 20th and 21st in the summer he- Southern Hemisphere. Words are hard today. Um, <laughs> so... It's often connected with the Wild Hunt, which we'll get to. Odin also will get to. Pagan Anglo-Saxon Mother Night, which is Mother's Night, um, which we won't get to. That has to be for another day. I had a, There's a lot of history in Yule, and I had to do mm-hmm. – I had to cut the fat somewhere, and I'm sorry, Mother's Day – or Mother's Night. It's Mother's Night, not Mother's Day. Um, so I had, to, I had to cut it out. I'm so sorry – it will be in next year's Yule episode. Um, so uh, my first question was, um, when I started getting into all this business, there's solstices and there are equinoxes, and I didn't know the difference. And now I do, so I will share that with you. The winter solstice is when the Earth's axis tilts away from the sun in the northern hemisphere, and the sun reaches its greatest distance from the equatorial plane. Um, so there's a cute little diagram that I have stolen from BYJU's learning app. I don't know what Baiju's is, um, but they had a great picture. So, um, it's the sun and then the earth is going around it. And cause the earth tilts, that's why our days and nights aren't always the same amount of time. It's cause it's a tilted on an axis, um, so the winter solstice is when the nights are the short or the, the longest and the days are the shortest. And then the summer solstice is when the day is the longest and the night night is the shortest. Um, 
so an equinox, and that's when we have in spring and um, summer, or oh no, spring and autumn. Um, an equinox refers to a day with an equal duration of day and night. So um, it's has almost the exact same amount of time, dark as light. The sun is nearest the equi- equatorial plane. Um, and like I said, byjus.com has a great picture um, that really shows how the earth and the sun in relation make the days wonky all the time. So, but we're talking about the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere. Um, so this is whenever so, the sun is the furthest away from the earth. In the equatorial plane. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So from the like middle of the earth. So that's why our days are short and it's dark at noon. <laughs> I know. I'm looking outside and I'm like, it's not even 3.30 and it's already tell starting people, to get dusky outside. <laughs> tell people you have seasonal affective disorder without telling people you have seasonal affective disorder. So Maybe that's why uh, you're... Uh, oh, wait. No, that doesn't make sense. Never mind. Sorry. Whoa, what? Maybe it will make okay, sense. Okay. Okay. So... Um, I'll cut Shelby, it if it doesn't make sense. I'll Shelby just... Go. Yeah. I was going to say, you just told us about your delightful mashed potato dream. Um, oh, yeah. I was like... Oh, well, potatoes are full of vitamin C. Um, they're actually very high in vitamin C. Um, and I was like, maybe that's why you're craving them because you're doing the seasonal depression. And then I was like, no, 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 Brittany, that's vitamin D. She needs oh, the D. Yeah. And I was like, I need vitamin, the D. you need the D and it's not in potatoes, sadly Bang. enough. Yeah. You take a vitamin D supplement. Ah, maybe I'm going to have to start. So or I'm going to ha- have to go stand outside in the sun or something. Okay. Or open your windows, Shelby. Uh, it doesn't, <laughs> well, okay. Well, so, okay. So um, I actually did find out that getting sunlight through your window doesn't do it. It filters out. Oh, is there out. like a blocker? Yeah. It filters it out. So, But the thing is, is that you need 20 minutes of sunlight to get the, you know. Start you getting need- it. Right, and you can even sit in the shade outside and still absorb vitamin D. Right, but um, if you get a um, a sad I, lamp, yeah, a sad oh. lamp will work. A sad lamp actually will very much help and very much work. Um, and by sad lamp, we mean a therapy lamp, which actually yeah. helps your body produce vitamin D. But there's actually, um, I think they're called highly absorbable or something some term like that where it's a vitamin d supplement that your body actually absorbs instead of passing most of it um yeah 10 10 recommend um well i know because just vitamin it's one way or the other vitamin d inhibits your body's absorption of iron i think it might be the other way around but i'm pretty sure that's it um and i am also iron deficient so it's it's well, really fun to be in my body. Is all I'm saying. I want a refund on my meat sack. Thank you. So what so what you need to do is go outside and eat copious amounts of spinach. Yeah, I'm just gonna eat a lot of spinach. So, um, but yeah. So Lauren, we should get Shelby a sad lamp for birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we I heard you heard were you, sad. So. Oh yeah, it's just a lamp that has like, I don't know, UV. I don't know. It gives you vitamin D. Um, just like the sun does. It's a, like an artificial sun, but, uh, for people who don't have that, uh, enough during the day, um, like me. Well, okay. So I, 
here's another tangent for the listeners. So I saw on um on like the internet somewhere, somebody put a meme up and it was like, you know, the scariest thing anybody can do is light up a room because you know they're gonna get murdered eventually. And I was like, that's why I keep all my windows pulled drawn. Like all the curtains drawn, I'm not lighting up anything. I'm keeping myself safe from murderers. So oh, and see, and I'm like, all oh, the light. I am a plant. I need sunlight. <laughs> yeah. So um, so here's some more information about Yule. Um, that was the topic at hand. Um, it please okay, and I I've been meaning to say this for a few episodes, and I probably should say it now. Um, I know that we talk a big game on going to therapy, and I know that it's not accessible to everyone. And I do want to acknowledge that we do know that therapy is not accessible, especially in our country where healthcare in general is not very accessible to anybody. Um, so I don't want to make anybody feel bad if they're not going to therapy because I understand there are a lot of barriers that you're probably facing to get to that. But also if you're, if you're able to, if you can, if you, if you are able to, we 10, 10 recommend you should. Right. You should yeah. Um, and there's a lot of programs. If you have a university nearby um, and they might even do it remotely. So even if you have one, you know, somewhere in your state or locality, um, they often have, if they have a, um, like a major, like social work or, um, you know, psychology or any of those sorts of majors, and they'll have people, um, that you can, you can talk to for free. Um, I know like one of our local colleges does that where they have their, uh, master's students and you can, you know, talk with them and it's completely free. So there are some resources out there. Um, like I said, depending on where you are, it's, I'm I'm lucky I'm in a city, so I you know we have several universities that that you know we're able to reach out to. Um, but I do want to say that because I I was thinking about that the other day and I was like you know I should really say that because I don't want anyone to feel bad that they can't go to therapy because it is pretty. It, I mean it's cost prohibitive, it's mm-hmm. accessibility prohibitive, um, or maybe you're in a situation where you know if you don't have control over your own money everything's cost prohibitive, you know, if you're in a bad situation. So anyway, that's my long tangent. Back to Yule. Back to our merriment. Uh, happy Yule Tide. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You're getting therapy. Merry um, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Merry, Cri- Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, okay. So as people have been looking to the sky um, since we could, you know, move our necks, um, people from... <laughs> all over the world uh, have celebrations at these times of the year, the equinoxes and the solstices. Um, Egyptians celebrated Ra, the sun god. Um, Romans celebrated the god Saturn um, with gift giving and feasts. Does that sound familiar to anyone? No. No wonder I'm a Capricorn. Um, (laughs) Okay. Capricorn is ruled by the planet Saturn. Saturn, Those who don't know. And I'm like, I love Getting and re- giving and receiving gifts and feasting is like top ten activities. So <laughs> ten I'm out of ten it. can recommend food. I'm um, all for it. Yeah. So uh, there is a website called LearnReligions.com that I got a lot of this information from, um, and they say as a festival of the sun, the most important part of any Yule celebration is light, candles, bonfires, and more. So basically, Yule is like you know at its bare bones. Um, it's saying, you know, it's the longest night of the year, but 
we're celebrating the sun to bring the sun back because after today, these days are going to get longer. The nights are going to get shorter. We're going to be able to grow food again. Hurrah. Um, So, um, and because it's the longest night of the year, Yule and, you know, other cultures um, celebrated the sun, which would start its journey to bring more daylight after its night. Um, So, in our Samhain episode, we talked a lot about the Brits, the Celts, the Irish, Scottish traditions. Um, but less is known about their winter solstice traditions, other than that they would be slaughtering livestock. Um, you know, one reason they would slaughter a lot of livestock at this time is so they did not have to feed them because uh, they were running out of food because mm-hmm. food doesn't grow because um, all the plants are dormant. Um, but also it's so they can feed themselves. <laughs> so that's another thing. But, you know, it was a, a lot of meat around this time. And you know what that means? We got to celebrate. Um, <laughs> so in... Uh, modern interpretation. So Yule celebration comes from the Celtic story of the Oak King and the Holly King. Um, and the Oak King represents the light of the new year. And like I said, the days getting longer, he's like the, the, the light part of the year and the Holly King represents the dark part of the year. So um, each year in, in the, in Yule, um, they do battle and then the O-King wins. Um, and we know that he's won every year since for at least six months um, because we continue to have uh, the light cycle that we do, which is great. Um, Isn't so the it then Roman, on the summer solstice that then the Holly King wins? The Holly King takes yeah. over, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they only get to reign for about six months. Uh, but, right. you know, any power is enough power. And that's, I guess, how they think of it. Um, doesn't sound like they're abusing it. They sound pretty reasonable guys. Um, <laughs> the Romans celebrated Saturnia. Saturnalia. Saturnalia. Yes, thank you. Saturnalia. Yeah. Brittany, Brittany knows all the words. Brittany has taught <laughs> me so many words. Let me tell you. Um, Saturnalia. So start, this one starts on September 17th because it goes a week. So we are celebrating the sun for an entire week. Um, and this is the one that I said before that was the gifts givings. Um, very, very Capricorn vibes <laughs> being all the Saturn stuff. Um, so gift giving, the gifts would be like tools or clothing or food. Um, they decorate the halls with boughs of greenery. And this oh, leads la, me la, la. to the most important. Huh? Yeah. Follow la, 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 la. The most important revelation that I had just two nights ago that I texted these two at 11 o'clock at night. Um, Cause I suddenly dawned on me. Um, we did a lot of choir growing up mm. and that meant a lot of Christmas musicals because we were in a very Christmas centric area. So we would often have to sing deck the halls with bows of Holly, that song. Um, and our choir teacher, you see yell at us like, it's one hall. It, it, there's not halls. It's just one hall. Doesn't have an S. Don't put an S on it. It's one hall. And I was like, wow, this must be a really small house. Um, <laughs> they only have one hall in their house. Not a lot of hallways. Open floor plan, I guess. I don't know. Um, and it dawned on me. They're decking the banquet hall. 
that they're having (laughs) their Christmas feast in. They only have one hall because it's a banquet hall in their big fat castle. So (laughs) big fat castle. For anyone else who thought that it was just because they had a very open floor plan, um, only one hall in that song. So, and this is why. But they they deck it with holly, sound familiar, or I guess greenery. Um, And then they hung ornaments on trees. Um, And it's Rome, so obviously naked revelers roaming the streets and singing. Um, The precursor to caroling was just (laughs) nudity. Listen, uh, the precursor for many things is naked revelry. I hate to break it to y'all, but that is the precursor to many a beloved traditional holiday that you know, a lot of right-wing the... conservatives claim as their own now. So yeah, so war on Christmas. You know what a war on Christmas is? Not letting me run around naked in the street, screaming, deck the one hall with boughs of holly. Thank you. Um, and I would be remiss if I were to leave out the um, that there were special privileges for the slaves. So benevolent. Um, so, you know, not all good stuff. Um, I mean, it's good that they got special privileges, but their special privileges should have been freedom and bodily autonomy. So, you know, yeah, give and take, whatever. Um, hi, baby. I love you. I love you so much. Um, so then guess what? It's diesel. It's always diesel. It's always diesel. (laughs) (laughs) So then guess what? Uh, the Christians came and they were like, hey, pagans, heathens. Um, shape up or ship out and start calling this Christmas and celebrating a baby. Um, and we'll let you keep your trees and ornaments and stuff. And they were like, mm, so the alternative is being murdered. Let's sure. Let's celebrate that baby. Um, or something like that. The actual conversation may have been slightly different. I'm not sure. I wasn't there. Um, so the oldest roots of Yule are Norse. Um, and for anybody playing the new God of War game, you're going to hear some familiar names. Um, things are hazy. Um, it's been a thousand years of history, um, and it'll do that to a holiday. Um, but there were sacrifices um, to gods, sometimes supernatural beings, uh, the dead. They mentioned Draugr. That's in the God of War game. I've seen those. Um, you know, all of those things. Um, and let's see. Many believe the holiday was to celebrate Odin. Um, who was a lot nicer back then than the game God of War makes him out to be. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to put that piece of media aside because I was like, Odin, ew. And then I was reading and I was like, okay, well, he seems pretty okay, I guess. <laughs> um, so sometimes Odin was even called Yolnir, um, and Yule comes from the word Yol. Um, so he's like, He's basically Christmas. Father Christmas. Yeah. Um, and he has the big white beard. So, you know, nobody's saying it outright, but mm, looks like it. Um, so the wild hunt. We're going to get into that. So some of the pre-Christianized Germanic people believed that the dead rode through the, scr- the sky during the 12 nights of Yuletide, um, making strong winds and storms and taking souls of the dead with them as they passed by. Um, my favorite description comes from throwbackthorsday.wordpress.com. 10 out of 10 can recommend a good pun name um, for that. Um, and this article was by a guy just named Kevin. Um, so shout out to Kevin. Doing at work. Um, We love you, Kevin. 
Um, the Wild Hunt is a kind of haunted hunting party where ghosts come sailing through the air, making spooky noises, perhaps chasing a particular target or perhaps coming for the dead. That's the link to Odin, who is, in addition to his many other roles, the god of the dead. Um, when the Wild Hunt comes to collect the fallen, whether that means the living, the recently deceased, or land spirits who've outstayed land spirits who've outstayed their welcome odin is governing his natural oh my god i cannot read today odin is governing his natural territory but the wild hunt and yule were a ritual a ritual cycle that helped the living moved on from their attachment to the lost and prepared for a new life that would come with the longer days and the spring which couldn't be too much farther away as Odin's howling host came and collected the dead, one could take solace in the fact that those whose time had come to pass now had the opportunity to do so. So it's a little bit like Norsawin, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was mm -hmm. going to say, so the more um, history you learn about Yule and also Christmas and the really ancient traditions of like Christmas, especially, um, they're much more like modern Halloween than anything else. So this is just another one of them because I always associate the wild hunt with Samhain and my encounters with the wild hunt have always been around Samhain. So mm -hmm. I think it's interesting how those things are, are way more interconnected. How do you have right, encounters yeah. with the wild hunt? Like I need a story. <laughs> okay. So story time. So it's happened twice with me. So the wild hunt, I, I was told, was always associated with you would hear the hunting horns blowing. And if you heard the hunting horns blowing, you went inside. Because um, how the wild hunt was explained to me was that, like what um, Shelby talked about, but also if you were found out there, you would be snatched up into the wild hunt. So if the wild hunt came across to you, you became part of the wild hunt or you became one of the um, dogs in the wild hunt, or you became the prey of the wild hunt. Um, and then I've heard some stories where people like woke up the next day and uh, not knowing what, like they had time loss and they don't know what they didn't know what happened and, and things like that. So um, both times what happened to me was that um, it was around Halloween. It was dark. Both times it was extremely windy and I was minding my business um, and heard a long, drawn-out, blowing horn. And each time I stopped and went, was that a car horn? Or, you know, you just have that moment where you stop and you think about it. Um, and one of them was particularly freaky because, like, um, I was in the car with Short Husband. And we kept hearing it. And we turned, I mean, we, like, turned off the radio. We opened the windows and everything. We weren't near... It was very strange, but um, we even stopped and heard it was a horn. It sounded exactly like a horn. And I was like, well, better get to where we're going. <laughs> and then the second one was the wind was blowing crazy outside. I mean, it was in, an intense storm outside. Um, and I opened the door and I heard a blasting horn. And I went, oh. And at that time, um, I was letting my dog out at the time. And I was like, go potty faster, go potty faster, go potty faster, go potty faster. So she or did you're going to have to be chasing something. Oh, my God. And this is when, like, so um, my dog, Shirley, um, you can bleep out her name or whatever. But um, do you want me to or do you mind? Eh. 
whatever. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. I'll leave it up to editing Shelby, how she okay. feels about it. Um, but at Usually the time... Usually animal names I'll leave in, and then people names I bleep. That's fair. But she was, um, you know, like 11 or 12. So she's very old, and so she kind of was doing her business slowly. I did eventually, like, after hearing, like, it this big drawn-out horn again for, like, the third time, I just went out there and, like, picked her up and she was like okay and I was like we're going back inside <laughs> and I shut the door and I was like uh I'm not going outside again tonight like I've been warned I'm not doing it I'm not doing it for uh, again so that's my experience with wild hunt I don't really want much more of an experience with a wild hunt yeah I sound yeah. it sounds like I'm good on yeah. that front I don't need it like if I had nothing left to live for then maybe I'd want to experience it <laughs> but like I guess. it sounds but. like honestly a lot of running and I'm just <laughs> I'm not into it well unless you're writing something I guess you know a goat I'm gonna get to it oh <gasps> a screaming goat <laughs> ah! okay so it didn't even to this goat thing then <laughs> okay, did did you two watch the newest Thor movie? I'm no, just gonna... no, don't. I don't okay. watch a lot of movies. It's right. There's no spoilers. I'm so behind on the whole okay. Marvel thing. Well, this isn't much of a spoiler because you see it everywhere. There's fucking screaming goats in <laughs> the newest one. And it's a joke, right? But at one point, because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, sure, it's a joke now and it's funny. But, like, can you fucking imagine... You're minding your business. You're getting ready for battle. And in comes this fucking dude on a chariot with screaming, screeching goats coming for you. Like, that's fucking terrifying. And then they had a scene where they incorporated that. I was like, ah, ah, there it is. Mm-hmm. So, so Okay, well, now I'm far more interested in that movie than I've ever been. Because, oh, you should. It's great. You know I love me a goat. Oh, yeah. Um, There's two. Two screaming so before, goats. Two screaming goats. <laughs> There's two screaming before, goats. Before we get to the goats, which is the best part, um, we have to go over the feasting, um, which includes the sacrifices. Um, so Europeans and like especially back then, um, and they still kind of are and were far less squeamish about horse meat than we are today in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're just kind of it's just like beef to them, um, which is fine. It's is a cultural difference and that's OK. I mean, eat whatever animal you have available to you, whatever. Um, so a lot of times the sacrifice would be a horse because, um, again, keeping them all alive is uh, hard So, because there's no plants. Um, and they'd sprinkle the blood on the altar and on the walls, which does not sound sanitary, but that's what they do. Um, today, people... Uh, take that a little less literally. Um, so I saw one popular YouTuber and podcaster. Um, his YouTube name is Wisdom of Odin. Um, and they got some iron oxide powder to mix with their mead um, so that it would have like the texture and the look of blood um, without the whole animal sacrifice and germs business. So I thought that was like a nice little compromise with Odin. Uh, Tex- here you go. Texture texture you know when you want that when you want that real blood texture um well blood is a little bit well yeah yeah, it is a bit viscous more viscous than just like a normal beverage unless you got a really thick creamy delicious hot chocolate 
Yeah. Which I um, and that's what they used to. <laughs> that's what they used to use in um, horror movies when they were black and white was chocolate for blood. Oh yeah, chocolate syrup. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Um, so like in Psycho, so- the the blood going down the drain in the bathtub. Is chocolate syrup. It's, it's just chocolate. So, I mean, I don't think Odin would mind that nowadays. I think he's had enough meat. Maybe just offer him some chocolate syrup. Decorate with that. Um, it's up to you. Can you just imagine so, getting, like, cho- like, a Hershey's syrup bottle, right? The kind that we all as children drink straight from and not and didn't mm-hmm. tell anybody, right? As children. As children. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you just imagine being in your living room and being like squirting it everywhere and being like, woo, woo, whatever. <laughs> and you can just see the all father, Odin, <laughs> just like looking at you like, I don't. I don't think this is what I wanted. You know, I don't <laughs> think this pleases me anymore. I, you know, I we're in a, this shit up. We're in different times. It's a different space. I have evolved. You have evolved. I don't, I know about germ theory now. I so. don't think you know. Why don't you just decorate with nice red and green decorations like everyone yeah. else does to represent <laughs> this? Okay. Can you just imagine? <laughs> Meanwhile, you got Loki in the back just screaming and rolling on the yeah. floor, I'm sure. Just pumping in more chocolate sauce. Right. Um, <laughs> so uh, this uh, Jacob, I think his name. Oh, hold on. Now I have to look it up. Hold on. I didn't write it down. Hold on. Side note. My kid did do that one time. He was like <gasps> two. Oh, my God. He was honoring the All Father. <laughs> we were in the uh, my PT Cruiser at the time. And I had no. just gotten groceries. No. And they were in the back seat. And next thing I know, there's chocolate syrup going up on the roof. And yeah. Okay. I have a I have a story from when my mom and dad were actually married. Okay. That Go I, ahead. My dad was stationed. Um, he was in the Navy. And they were young and had partied. And... Uh, I guess the next morning they're, they got really blitzed the night before and I guess they decided to have a condiment war. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Okay, well, I would yeah. have to leave immediately. All yes. of... So, like, ketchup, mustard, no! chocolate sauce, everything <laughs> fucking everywhere. And they have both told me their version of this story, which is... It's great. I fucking love it. And I guess like it was on the ceiling, on the walls, in the carpet, on the furniture. Burn the and, house. You got to burn the house down. That's and, the only way to fix that. And they were both so fucking hungover that they couldn't even like see straight the next day. And like they were barfing every five seconds. And like it was yeah. just it was awful. My mom was like, I guess they were supposed to go to an important like dinner or lunch that afternoon or something and my mom was like absolutely not you can go yourself tell them i'm barfing because i am um tell yeah. them i'm pregnant for all i fucking care <laughs> like, and it was just like oh my god so I they also were that. honoring the all father without realizing yeah so. they were so lauren um has been incredibly gracious and sensitive uh, about this my entire life because i have a ketchup aversion and i can't see large quantities of ketchup in places I can do like a small amount, like a little a little swirly do of ketchup is all you need for your fries. Um no, and it's not. 
Yeah. Lauren has disagreed and I just have to avert my eyes from her trays. It's fine. We we worked it out a long time ago. Um But what but, about if it's yeah. like I do it like over the fries, like a like the little zigzag I used to not like that. I've kind of grown out of it. You know, I've been working on it. I go to yeah. therapy now. Um so I wrote a whole paper on it in high school called Ketchup Aversion. Um so it's been a thing, but I don't like it. Uh, in large quantities and I don't outside of the bottle it can be in large quantities in the bottle is fine that's where it belongs um and it should not be on um any silverware especially forks and spoons but any silverware um it just should not be on cutlery um in my opinion so wow yeah I didn't I didn't I would, know this like I feel like I, I never knew you like maybe I it's because yeah. she had tons of practice from when we were like in second grade <laughs> up to seventh grade that's five years Brittany yeah she had wow. practice well and we'd like you know if if your parents take you somewhere when they have a friend over it's usually like McDonald's so then we would have mm-hmm. fries and then I'd have to be like and I love ketchup my sauce of sauce on yes. anything and I love so her. yeah so all other sauces that they're fine. Ketchup, not fine. Does, does it remind you of like blood, or is it you don't like no. the smell, or you just don't like it? It's I don't the texture. I think I don't know. It's not that it reminds me of blood. It's just that I just don't. It doesn't belong there, and I don't like it. Um, I'm feeling a past life trauma. It has to be because it's here. been since I was like very young. Um, and I, I think it's because we probably didn't have a lot of lunches together. I don't think we had lunch in the same time. Oh, no, we didn't. So we probably, you probably never saw me because anybody who had lunch with me knew, knew yeah. I couldn't see it. And I, you know, I've gone through therapy. I've worked, not exposure therapy. Oh, gross. <laughs> Did I give you but enough you know, of that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Lauren, Lauren worked with exposure therapy on me, and it, and it did work a little. Apparently, it worked enough that Brittany didn't even know about it. So, yeah, I know. Uh, wow. Lauren was a therapist before she knew it. Um, pre middle school therapist. Um, yeah, but so I don't think I would be keen on doing the 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 blood splatterings on any altars or the walls inside and outside of their you know gathering places no thanks but you know to each their own they can do that um maybe maybe i was norse in a past life and just had a bad experience with some horse blood who knows Um, maybe you worked in a ketchup factory Oh my god, I'd rather die. Um, well, now, yeah. <laughs> apparently, I I did rather die. I think you did. Um, I think you did. <laughs> so I did look up his name. His name is Jacob, um, and he again does Wisdom of Odin. Um, if you'd like to hear more um, of him discussing North Heathen traditions, um, he also has a podcast called Folk Podcast. Um, so I will tag him in our Instagram post, and I will tag him in the description the show description with all our notes um because he sounds pretty chill um so here's a little bit more about the yule log from encyclopedia britannica um one of the okay one of the traditions is the yule log um still popular today although usually in an altered form um it's thought that the original yule log was a large log that burned throughout the entire multi-day festival and the way um jacob from wisdom of odin described it is they literally like 
cut down a whole tree and just feed the tree into the fire as it burned, like not in chunks. Um, so, and it could burn for as many as 12 days. So now people instead make a cake, roll it up, call it a Yule log. And again, I prefer that um, because it is food. So see, I would love to bring back kind of the whole like lighting a fire and being around because I'm about those cozy vibes. I'm yeah. a I'm a cozy vibes bitch. Um, definitely. Well, and the whole point of it is about like honoring the sun and light and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and bringing back the sun. Right. Um, I would like to have that while also enjoying a nice slice of Yule log cake. Yeah, it's essentially you know, it's a, a giant and. Right. It's essentially a giant Swiss miss. I'm for it. Yeah. It's the it's the Capricorn in me. I was born yeah. to be a bougie bitch. I want both. both. I, I want it's a both and situation, you both. know. Um, you we do not have to make these binary decisions. We can just have both. Right. Um, there's a book on that. Look it up. So um, sometimes people make like a little, you know, they'll go get a log from outside, like a small log, mm-hmm. um, decorate it with some holly, some candles, some other stuff, um, and that's their Yule log. So keep it on the mantle. Whatever works for you, you know, if it's you want to eat it, have eat it. If you want to have a tree in your house, have a tree in your house, whatever you want. Okay, we're to my favorite part, and it is the Yule goat. Um, <laughs> the goat goat, the greatest of all time, Yule tradition goat. Um, so you make a tiny or a big goat out of straw, um, and it symbolizes the goats pulling a chariot, um, as Brittany mentioned spoiler alert uh the ghost pull a chariot um and it was to uh it was to honor thor and i didn't look into why because i was just like so excited about the goats <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i just was like looking at pictures of these little goats they're so cute like the straw goats like you have to look it up um they're still popular like up in those northern northern countries um and Okay, so side tangent. Um, there is a, I think her name's Jan Brett or something like that. Hold on. We had a children's book growing up um, that was, it is Jan Brett. No, not Google. Do, do the thing. Yes. Okay, so she's an illustrator um, and a writer of children's books. Um, And she writes a whole bunch of Christmas children's books. And we had one that was called The Trolls Christmas. And in this book, um, because it's it's northern, it's it's very Scandinavian um, influenced, um, which I didn't know then, but I do know now. Um, They have little straw goat ornaments. Yeah. In the book, now that makes sense to me. I was like, yeah, oh, that's weird. This little goats, those are cute. Um, but they also have like the the red horses, like the little red wooden horses. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? They're like little painted red. I know red what you're talking about. Yeah. Horses. Um, yeah, I'll send you pictures of them later. But Jan Brett, um, I'm slowly collecting all of her children's books because I loved them so much as a kid. Um, but yeah, there's one that's called like the Trolls Christmas or a Troll Christmas or something, and it has those specifically in it. So yeah. thank you. Now I know. I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So I, I wrote that these were a celebration of Thor, um, who is also celebrated this time of year, but Olden stole the spotlight 
Um, and we have a limited amount of time. So that will be next year's Yule episode where it's going to be just just the Yule goat. It's going to be just me gushing, talking about Thor's my new favorite because he has a goat companion. So this is just crazy. My, you know, my kid is born literally on the winter solstice mm-hmm. and his favorite animal is a goat. <gasps> is your son Thor and you just don't know him yet? <laughs> right. I don't know. But it's crazy. Those synchronicities. I love that. I love everything about that. Oh my god. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you so many goat ornaments. You have no idea. Oh Jesus. As long as they're cute, not creepy, please. Well, yeah, we're not gonna get you creepy. They're cute. That's rude. The sweets still do it. Yeah. But yeah, I I love synchronicity. I love this shit. I love when things like this line up and it's so synchronistic. Like ah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, um, so, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm telling you, the ghost's the best part of Christmas. All of it. Yule, Christmas, winter holidays. It's the coolest. Um, I think everybody should incorporate it in all of their winter traditions. Um, well, I'm going to my, now. Well, I am, for sure. Um, so, let's see. In Sweden, the goat is associated with Christmas and is a companion to Santa Claus himself. Um so he comes in with his reindeer and his cool goat companion. So uh, I assume yeah. I assume that means the goat gets to sit in the sleigh with him. It's like, I was tired of pulling the sleigh. We outsourced to reindeer. I get to chill in the sleigh with Santa. It's been long enough. I used to I used to chill with Thor, okay? I can't be pulling a sleigh anymore. Um, so that's how I feel about the goats. Um, so Lauren and Brittany... Tell me how you celebrate Yule. Christmas. Because we don't celebrate Yule. Well, was, you know, Yule, yeah. Yule time, Yule tide the, uh, things. The Yule tide, which is yeah. the whole Christmas season. Yule tide. All right. I, yeah. can, I can get by that. Yeah. I'll go first. So, I feel like I'll yeah. be shorter than Brittany's. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm like your traditional American person with, you know, a Christmas tree and you know boughs of holly everywhere not really but like you know the plastic kind that you get from the store mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. with lights you on deck it. your one hall because you have an open floor plan obviously there you go there obviously. you go. i do though it's kind of <laughs> anyways and then uh and since my kid's born on the solstice we celebrate his birthday too so right yeah same z's because i'm two days after christmas mm-hmm. so oh yeah yeah Yuletide babies. Woo! I was saying something like this to at work to somebody. I was like, I have the same birthday month as Jesus, so I shouldn't have to work. <laughs> the entire <laughs> month. I agree. I should have to work. Jesus and I have the same birthday month, so I'm sorry. I cannot. I cannot work. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty much. I don't know. I incorporate a lot of modern traditions because I just love them. Yeah, um, they make me happy. Um, I don't know. I have a lot of like traditions that I don't know if it's specifically like connected to the ancients in any way that I'm aware of. Um, I love making gingerbread cookies. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, Christmas lights. I am obsessed with Christmas lights. I fucking love Christmas lights. Um. I try to hit up as many of the Christmas light displays um, 
around. Um, actually, last night, Short Husband and I went and saw a Christmas light show that it's like free and you just kind of pull up and watch it. And then nice. we were driving around the neighborhood and he found this neighborhood that was super lit, lit up and he was like, we're doing it. And like, we drove down it and it was super awesome. And Oh, look at that over there. There's a snowman. There's fucking penguins over there. We saw um, flamingos and all kinds of shit. It was great. Um, I don't know. I kind of do have a tendency to call this a season of light. Um, yeah, and that, that's, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And that's why, like, um, they used to put light, like, literal lit candles on mm-hmm. the trees outside. Right. Um, zero out of ten. Cannot recommend that. We'll start a forest fire. <laughs> we'll start a forest Smokey fire. Bear will be mad. Um, Do not upset so, Smokey. Don't yeah. upset Smokey. I have a ton so, of little LED candles all over my house. Yeah. You like yeah, tons the of LED them. candles. Far because safer. it's just... There's just something about it, and I still am just enchanted by it. It being dark and outside, it's cold, um, and you're just sitting in your living room or wherever, and you're just surrounded by that gentle, warm glow of Christmas mm-hmm. lights. And I just love to sit and look at my tree and just be like, oh, with like my warm drink. Usually, it's uh, cocoa because I love cocoa. Um, and then lately, what I've been doing is I've been turning on like um, on YouTube, like the fireplace channel oh yeah where it's just got like a fire going and then sometimes they'll have real quiet christmas music playing and i'm just like oh this is so cozy and um i love it i love it so much um every year i tell myself i'm going to try to make a yule log and every year i don't because i'm scared um because <laughs> rolling cakes is really hard <laughs> yeah I, I i mean i've rolled sushi so it's like a really small Yule log um, right. with none of the right ingredients. None. So none at all. Um, I'm going to make sushi this Christmas. Yes! Do it! Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love giving gifts. I love giving gifts to people. I like to see their faces light up. Um, I also love receiving gifts because I like getting gifts and I don't care if that's selfish of me or not. I do love getting gifts. No, it's a love language. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then my birthday is around Christmas. So um, I, d- I will say that the last couple of years I have much more incorporated um, St. Michael into it just because I've been working with him more um, this year, especially. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I mean, that's about it. Do you put up it. a tree? Oh, yeah. I got a 10-foot tree. <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. 10 feet? I don't even think my ceilings are that high. I think it's 10 feet. It's really tall. Like, it's really tall. Well, you Maybe. have high ceilings. You could, yeah. you, your, your house can take it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it can. Um, Do you have a little St. Michael on the top? No, I have a... Um, snowflake shaped star that lights up oh nice yeah it's really pretty um i so the only angel on top of a tree i've ever put up was the one at my mom's which it's still the same angel and she's adorable um and then my grandparents tree but every other tree i've ever decorated has had a star or a bow a giant bow on top i've i've done the bow once yeah yeah so have you seen on the internet people keep making um biblically accurate angels with just like feathers and eyeballs (gasps) all over and go on top of the tree yeah i'm doing that next year for sure 
That's awesome. <laughs> I love Lord's it. Face. Like oh the, my like, god, Lord's face is the best. There's angels like, like, are you sure that's what you want to do? That's, I mean, she, it's, a... it's so funny because she's she's so supportive. <laughs> she, she's like, are you sure? I guess if you want to do that, you should do that. I just love how it's like there's a reason why angels. The first thing they say is, "Do not be afraid." It's like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you say that, but then you have the audacity to look the like audacity. that and tell me, don't be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, eh. I was going to say, Far Lauren, you've got eyeballs. a, too many, too many friend. Um, you've got a star, a star on your tree, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We, we're yeah, looking at her tree. for the light. Yeah. I love yeah, her my tree. My parents had a, an angel on theirs mm-hmm. the whole time, so. Yeah, we had a busted looking angel on ours. <laughs> She was she was rough, and I don't know. Maybe she was some kind of heirloom. I don't know, but we never got a different one. We just had our busted angel. So it was a it was a uh, prophecy of things to come, right? Yeah. Oh God. Let's see. Do you guys any make any Yule like wooden Yule logs or altars or anything like that? Do anything special with your rituals? Like, do you do any? Um, special spreads at Yule time or so I would like to do a Yule spread this year Yule this year is on a Wednesday I believe yeah it's on a Wednesday Um, so I would like to do like a spread this year I also um, I have just been craving to go outside and do like a little bonfire in my little fire pit I've been wanting to do it since I've been wanting to do it since um, Halloween, but we've had been under like a a burn watch oh. for for a long time, and so it's just now getting to the point where it's like we're not under burn watch anymore. And I was like, as much as I would like to have fire in my backyard, I don't want to have like fire, fire in my backyard. Um, so I think that this year I might actually have like a little bonfire out back. I might invite some people over and just be like. We can roast some stuff on the fire, make yeah. some s'mores, have some hot chocolate, and just enjoy ourselves. Um, but we'll see what happens. What is your typical, th- uh, not Thanksgiving, what is your typical Christmas feast like? Ham. What foods do you like? There to is say? ham. 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 <laughs> um, it's pretty much Thanksgiving, except instead of turkey, it is ham, because I am, Yeah. I like ham. So, yeah, same, except we do turkey and ham. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I never deal with the meat, especially turkey. I don't do turkey. I'll actually throw that, but I'm not going to bake it. I'm not that big into turkey. I don't dislike it, but it's also, like, not my favorite. Um, So for Thanksgiving, tall husband gets his turkey, and for Christmas, I get ham. But, um... I do most of the um, cooking on those days, although um, slowly but surely I have loosened my sphincter and let other people help me, um, you know, yeah. which is a great thing. It's always okay to ask for help, friends. It's always okay to Hashtag ask for help. therapy. Hashtag <laughs> therapy when you can and if it's available and you're able to access it. Um, yeah. But <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the support. What I do with my turkey is I actually um, – break it down first so i actually like will oh like, yeah slice it all know, up right slice it all up take before, it off the bones 
Mm-hmm. And then I take the um, what's left over, put it in water, make the stock right there, um, and then dry brine it, and then I put it in the oven, and it all bakes, ju- and it's already about the same time, and it only takes like an hour tops, and it's Ooh, already nice. already yeah. all cut up. And then people can take whatever pieces they want. You know, we'll cut it down further, especially like the breast. But man, I was like, I, I am never doing it any other way. It is the easiest way to do turkey and it's already prepared. And then you put it on the plate with your garnishes and accoutrement and it looks scrumdiddly umptious. So there's my tip for anybody that has to cook turkey break it down first there's plenty yeah, Brittany's of- gonna have to put like when we get a patreon Brittany's gonna have to put all her recipes on mm-hmm. there i'll try <laughs> uh but yeah it's really easy to do once you like just youtube it there's plenty of ways that show you how to break down um any sort of i well Sorry, or just go to Brittany's house. I just go to Brittany's yeah, house. We're all going to show up on Brittany. That's why we keep this anonymous because she's going to describe all this delicious food and we knew people would mob her house. They come find on me. On holidays. Yeah. Sorry, Percy was uh, Percy was sassing at me for a second. I don't know if you guys heard oh, it or not. Sassy. But yeah. She's sassy, baby. But yeah. She's so a, I don't know if you can hear my cat screaming from the room next to no. me. I cannot. Okay, good. <laughs> what do you guys uh, do? I was for... like, I'm not looking to edit that out. That's fair. What do you guys eat for Christmas? What's your traditional Yule tide feasting look like? Um, so I, when Michael and I were out in a boot in the different states, mm-hmm. um, I would get ham, um, because he doesn't like turkey and I don't care, um, and I ate meat back then, um. And then now that I cut back on my meat eating um, and I'm home so I can go to my my aunt's house for mm-hmm. um, the holidays and they usually do a turkey. When I growing up, it was always a turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think maybe we did ham a couple of years, but I think it was almost always a turkey. Um, but yeah, and then the, the most important part of any holiday um for me and my aunt is the sweet potatoes like Mm. one year we both bought brought two kinds of sweet potatoes because (laughs) we're like we wanted to try something new but we also Mm -hmm. wanted to have the same thing but we both had the same idea so she made like a sweet potato pie I made like mashed sweet potatoes Mm -hmm. and then we did our the my grandma's recipe of just like they're like almost like boats like you have the sweet potatoes sliced in half like a boat and then you put the marshmallows mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Um, See, and in my family growing up, we never did marshmallows on sweet potatoes. We always uh, tried, like, we sliced them up into, like, pieces, you know, peeled them. And then we um, put them in a casserole dish, dotted them with butter, and then put mm-hmm. a little bit of salt, um, some brown sugar, some white sugar, and pepper and then we covered them and we just baked them Pepper. like that. Uh-huh. I bet uh-huh. that sounds good. Yep, and it makes its own syrup. Um, yeah. And we always had them like that. And I, oh, excuse me, bleep that out. My older sister and I, um, when we first saw marshmallows on sweet potatoes, we were like, what the hell? Why are there <laughs> See, marshmallows I, on it? We were so confused. I thought, 
I grew up thinking they were called sweet potatoes because they had marshmallows on them. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. For all and of our non- go ahead, Lauren. Oh, I was gonna uh, say, and I don't really like sweet potatoes. Yeah, you can't be That's friends okay. with us anymore. That's okay. You can have all the sweet potatoes. Now you're our best friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more sweet potatoes for me. So I like it when people don't like the same foods as me because that means I get my same food twice. Right. Okay. So for our non-U.S. listeners, if there are any of you out there, um, so a very traditional United States side dish for um the end of the year holidays. So from like. November to the new year um, is our sweet potatoes. Um, some people call them yams. Um, yams and sweet potatoes are actually not the same thing, but in layman's terms, it's an interchangeable word. Um, but what a lot of people will do when they, they will bake them, they'll cut them up. And however they do it, they almost always um, have some sort of sweet topping on it. And it is very, very, very common for people to put marshmallows on top and bake them with the marshmallows on top. Um, I know a, a lot of people that put uh, pecans with the marshmallows. There's people like in my family where we don't do marshmallows at all. We do like um, a mixture of sugars and other spices and seasonings, but it is extremely common to have marshmallows on top. Yeah. Um, I another... know in um, more Southern U.S. states, mm-hmm. there's a lot of sweet potato pie happening, mm-hmm. um, where it's almost like pumpkin pie, but it's just like pureed sweet potatoes. Yep. Um, and they can be really, really good. Um, it just mm-hmm. depends on how they're made. Lauren is like, absolutely not. She's looking at us as if we were insane. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um, my... I'll, I'll legit put sweet potatoes in the crock pot and just eat sweet potatoes for dinner sometimes. Oh, Sierra loves just- so unseasoned, nothing on them, sweet potatoes. Mm, so good. So I actually will make a sweet potato side um, for dinner all the time. I, I peel it and then I cut them into like coins as much as possible. Uh-huh. I put them in the pan with on the stove with um, about a quarter to half an inch of water, um, butter or whatever oil of your choice. Um, and then I drizzle a bunch of honey in it. Maple syrup mm. also works very well. Um, a decent amount of honey or maple syrup. Lots of cracked black pepper, some salt, and then thyme. And you just let it cook. And then once all the water has evaporated, the potatoes are usually the sweet potatoes are usually soft and done by then. And it's made its own like deliciously herby, savory sweet syrup. And there you go. Yeah, this is the difference between Brittany's and my cooking is like she has a lot of... <laughs> Of things, and I have unseasoned sweet potatoes in the crock pot. Okay, uh, and that's what I choose to eat. So I <laughs> say it again. Eating. I didn't hear you. I was gonna say, but I love eating green beans from the can. So oh yeah, like I'll just open up a can of green beans, plop it in a microwave, and eat it. I just fucking love it. So yeah. All right, Lauren. What's your weird food you like that other people don't consider? <laughs> <laughs> I love your grapefruit. Turn. You do. Yeah. You've always loved grapefruit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what a grapefruit was until I went to Lauren's house. I didn't know what it, I never heard of it before. I uh, went to Lauren's house and she's like, it's grapefruit. And I was like, sure, I'll try some. And then I was like, this is super fucking sour fruit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a fruit for me. And she's like, oh, we well, got to put a bunch of sugar on it. And I was like, 
okay, now it's a fruit for me. <laughs> I remember when we would go out to, I don't know if she did it with you, but I remember when we go out to restaurants and there would be like the lemon on the side of the drink mm-hmm. and she would take the lemon off and she'd take a sugar packet and she put sugar on the lemon and then just straight up eat the lemon. And I was like, well, I mean, it's kind of like lemonade except like <laughs> solid, I guess. You know who's so. not getting scurvy? Lauren. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I love the smell of grapefruit. I love citrus smells yes. just all around, but mm-hmm. um, candied grapefruit is delicious. I have not had candied grapefruit. That okay, it's sounds real, delicious. It's real fucking easy. It's real easy. Once again, it's well, equal see, parts. Brittany says real easy. It's equal and parts then... sugar and water in a pan. Slice up your your grapefruit. Uh, she got thin. to slicing. I'm out. <laughs> Throw it in the pan and just let it bubble and brew for a good while until it's reduced and then you take it out and you put it in a container and then you you know, take your little fingies and fish it out when it's cool enough and eat it. Fingies. I I need <laughs> I need a recipe with directions and steps. Uh, I am not that person. <laughs> well, you are going to have to subscribe to our Patreon because what we'll do is Brittany will describe it to me and I will put in oh my God. card. <laughs> it will be teamwork. Uh, teamwork. And then Lauren, you'll, you'll have to subscribe to our Patreon. You can be our first subscriber. Oh my God. <laughs> See, I love it because my friends will be like, oh, I need your recipe. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you something. You need my brain. I don't have a recipe. There are very few things that I actually will go by the recipe for. But like my tried and true shit, I'm like, I have measure with my heart. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. So I'll give them like a roundabout like recipe where I'm like, this is as close as I can get to it. And one time somebody told me a recipe and I just wrote things down like an amount of spinach. An amount of spinach. <laughs> An amount. Just however much your your spirit guides say to put in, go ahead and do that. Yep. Which you should listen to the last episode if you want to know what your spirit guides yeah, are If you want to know about the spirit guides. They're I telling you to go to them. therapy if you can afford it. They're also telling you to measure garlic by your heart. Yeah. You don't need Unless a- you're allergic to it. So. Well, He's allergic. That, You're... that goes without saying. My my sister in law is allergic <gasps> to garlic. So oh, my God. my finish. So during the holidays, we usually do like two dishes. Mm. Oh yeah, if we're like and celebrating then... together. Yeah, yeah. I will say um... we. Oh, okay, so we. Um, <laughs> so I went vegan. So I didn't drink, didn't consume milk. Um, and then my aunt has a soy allergy, so she can't have soy milk. My uncle has an almond allergy, oh so he God. can't do almond <laughs> milk. And it was like right at the time when oat milk became the thing. Oh and God, I, I was like, oh, thank God, oat milk. Because <laughs> um, it, it really saved my – I think one year I tried coconut milk, um, but it still had almond stuff in it when you buy it in the refrigerator. So I had to like search around for the different one. Oh, it was it was an ordeal, but we we worked it out. The oat milk industry has saved us. Yes, um, and oat milk is super easy to make at home too. If you don't want to buy it, um, you pretty much it's make... super easy if Brittany makes it. In yeah, your home. yeah. No, it's literally like making oatmeal. <laughs> it's literally oat. It's literally oatmeal juice. Is what oat milk is. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Can you not drink it. 
I don't. I can't see how the sausage is made. This see, is vegan sausage. I can't watch it. I can't watch it. I just, you know, um, I so for me, ever since I got um, my gallbladder out and had a gastric bypass, um, I can do small amounts of milk. Like it doesn't, and I can do like cheeses and sour cream and stuff like that. But like ice cream is usually something I can't do anymore. It's just the combination of fats with sugar. And then Mm -hmm. just straight, if somebody just gives me a straight glass of milk, I can't do it. It makes me very, very sick. Um, I can have it in stuff though, but I found that I love the flavor of oat milk in like coffee Mm -hmm. and I like it in a lot of stuff. So I, a lot of times I'll just get that because, and if we do get cow's milk, it's usually in a little pint. And that's about as much as we'll drink, but, um, but yeah, I mean, God bless oat milk. Whoever was like, you know, what would be real tasty in this is fucking oatmeal juice. I just want to pour my oatmeal <laughs> juice in my coffee. I'm like fucking genius. Thank you so much. Um, but I was going to say my Finnish friend, um, she can't have garlic. It tears her stomach up. Oh. So she can't have it. Um, I don't, it's not an allergic reaction, I don't think. No, they. I've I've looked into it because mm-hmm. I had a bunch of stomach issues, and that's one mm-hmm. of the things that they say to cut out is onions and garlic. And I mm-hmm. went, no, 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 I thank you. I'll that. just I'll just be in the bathroom for a very long time. Thank you. I will power through. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> she. Uh, when we were visiting, I cut out cheese before I cut out garlic and onions, and that's yeah. saying something. That is saying something. But yeah, it just was um, something that when we were up there, she was telling us that. She couldn't have garlic. And we were like, <gasps> she was like, I know. But it, it it causes her, like, extreme stomach pain. So we were yeah. like, anything we can avoid, that's fine. It's not worth it. But yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't plan a lightning round. Um, so let's think of some lightning round questions. Um, what has been- guys, I was going to say something. Do you guys do, uh, like, cookies? Do you decorate cookies? So no, but my grandma. Them. Oh, okay. Well, oh, sorry, Shelby. Too. Go, Shelby. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't no, hear you okay. talking. I'm so it's sorry. It's okay. No, it's your friend. You go, Shelby. <laughs> okay. Um, my grandma used to make cookies, and so I've asked my aunt for the recipes if she has them um, for some of the cookies that she makes, and I'm gonna try this year. So, if I burn my brand new kitchen down, that's why. <laughs> Yay! Um, I have make- Brittany over. <laughs> Oh, just just don't do it till no. Put me on the phone, and we'll video chat, and I will help yeah. you. <laughs> I make cookies every year. I don't necessarily decorate. I don't really. Um... Boy, and this makes me really sad. Now that I said it, I was like, I don't have time to decorate cookies, and I was like, shit, girl, you need to like. <laughs> you know oh what I God. have time to do? Watch those cookie decorating videos because I'll watch yes! them until like cows come home. Yes. Oh my God. Talk about like it. Oh my god, it's they soothe my brain in a way that I cannot describe. There's also a couple of um talking about soothing your brain, Jesus Christ. There's a couple of um YouTube channels I like to watch, including one. Oh, I can't remember her name. But she's Chinese and she's um her family is pretty involved in it too, and she shows how like she'll take like a an ingredient and make like a bunch of meals with the ingredient like Mm -hmm. it'll be like kiwis or grapes or whatever um i know there's tons of videos like that out there or channels but i like hers a lot because she has like a bratty little sister that's hilarious they have a fun big huge dog that um 
I think his name is Da Wang, but they call him Wang Wang, and he's just like happy Cute. little pupper and stuff. And anyways, um, how about you, Lauren? Do you decorate cookies <laughs> for Christmas? Yeah, that's like the I, one thing that we always try to make time for is I'll go ahead and bake all the cookies mm-hmm. with the different shapes, and then we'll have like all the family over, whoever's here, and we'll decorate. With like the different you know, colored icings, we should uh, take pictures and post them on Instagram of our cookies yeah, this year. Oh, they're not pretty at all. This year. It doesn't That's matter. Good. That's, That's what we the want. Point. Yeah, <laughs> the, I want to see them. I don't care if they're pretty. So, yeah. any of them that you mess up on, you just hand to your kid and just go, "Hey, I uh, I started this for you. It's for yeah, you to finish, finish now." Oh no, yeah. he wouldn't like that. He needs his own. He always <laughs> wants his own. See, yeah. the, the ones that you mess up, you're like, oh, I messed it up. I guess I'm going to have to eat it. <laughs> what a shame. Oh, what <laughs> That's a usually shame. what happens. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, I was going to say for a lightning round question, um, what has been your most favorite Christmas gift you've ever gotten? Oh, this is a hard one. I'll go first. I have a very Good. magical Christmas story to tell you guys. Are you ready for a very magical Christmas story? I'm very ready for a magic okay. Christmas. So uh, I was about six or seven, and I had just um, recently watched um, a few different versions of the Nutcracker, which we had before, but I had just watched the ballet on TV. Like, a, um, I think it was CBS put on, like, broadcasted, like, a you know, one that they filmed or something like that. And I was, let us say, enamored. I was in love with the story. I loved everything about it. And I wanted a nutcracker really bad. So during that time, um, my mom and her parents, along with like my sister, we would go to um, a really big city about an hour away and went to the really big mall there is where we go. We go Christmas shopping there every year, right? And they had like the little holiday train that you oh, for all the little kids that you could sit in and you could ride around on the train and stuff like that. Um, and then they had a really big fountain, which um, I don't know if people do this in other countries, but almost everywhere here in the States that there's a really big fountain, we toss coins in. You make a wish and you toss a coin in. So my grandpa gave me a coin and I wished and I wished and I wished with my, all of my little Britney heart that I wanted a Nutcracker Prince. Not just a Nutcracker. I wanted a Nutcracker Prince. prince. A prince, just like the story, just like the story of the Nutcracker wanted to sort of. So, anyways, so I wish with all my little Britney heart, and I tossed it in there. And my grandpa looked at me, and he goes, "Don't tell anybody what you wish for, or it won't come true." And I took that to heart. I was like, "Holy shit! I can't tell a single fucking soul that I want <laughs> Not a Nutcracker." Even Santa! Friend. Oh no! No. And so in my head, I'm like, "Oh, I really, 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 really love this." And I'm like, "Well, because at that time, I." Uh, cue funny um, kid logic. I thought Santa was a lot like God, and that if I prayed to Santa around Christmas, he would hear me. So, oh yeah, I, That's I didn't. How nec- I was told too. Yeah, so I didn't necessarily have to write anything if I didn't want to, or didn't, you know, or you know, because I was always like after the thought, I was like, shit, I should have wrote this. Damn it, damn it, Santa, I'm sorry. So, um, you know, I wish with all my little Britney heart. And so, um, cue my mom side of the story. So my mom and her mom were shopping, I don't know, I think it was like Hobby Lobby or something, and she did not understand why I was so obsessed with nutcrackers, because she thought they were weird and scary looking. 
But she passed this wall and she looked up and she said there was tons of different types of nutcrackers, but she saw one in particular and it was the only one that had a crown on it. And she's mm-hmm. like, that one, I have to get that for Brittany. She's like, I don't fucking know why, but I got to get that for Brittany. Uh-huh, her spirit guide. Uh-huh, 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 her spirit guide, she mm-hmm. listened to it. So that Christmas, um, my mom always wrapped um, specific presents with a completely different wrapping paper than what was already under the tree. Um, and she would write like from Santa on there. Right. And she would put them under there on Christmas Eve. So in the morning we woke up and we're like, oh, those were the presents from Santa. And so I am giddy as all get out because it's Christmas. Right. And so I open up this present, my present from Santa, because we all got one present from Santa and I opened it up and it was a fucking nutcracker prince. And I looked up and I was like, <gasps> and I looked up at everybody and they all were like, oh, yeah, she loves it. And I went, how did you guys, how did Santa know this is what I wished for at the wishing well? Everybody went stone cold fucking silent. And we're just like, <laughs> what? And my mom was like, what? And I believed in Santa for far longer than I should have because <laughs> of that specific story. And I still have him. Um, he's a little worse for wear, but it's okay. Um, and every year I put him on my mantle, like he has like a special place where I'm like, that's my nutcracker prince. So that was Maybe my favorite. Maybe Israel and he's just a spirit guide. I think you Santa... Have... Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, you need to put a spoiler alert out because my kid still is within that whole believing in Santa thing. Oh, I'll, right, put, yeah. a, I'll put a a thing in the beginning. Like, like hey, uh, there are mentions of... Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> So I believe that Santa is real in a way. Um, number one, I think we've put so much belief into him that he must exist somewhere on some plane. Secondly, I think that like you carry the spirit of Santa mm-hmm. within you whenever you really give something truly of yourself. Like you become Santa, mm-hmm. um, which is what we told my niece whenever she was like, hmm, about it. And I was like, well, you are Santa. You become Santa. How old was she? Because I feel like I'm entering that time zone she where was my like, kid's going to start questioning things. She was like six. Like oh, she wow. figured oh, wow. it out. Yeah, she That's figured early. it out. Yeah, she figured it out pretty well. Broken home. As broken home kids. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, she figured it out pretty quick. Um, But when she was talking to me about it, I was like, well, you become Santa. You, I was like, Santa exists in your heart. So he comes to you and you become Santa when you give something truly mm-hmm. of yourself. And she was like, oh, and I was like, so whenever, you know, you know, you get a present from like mommy or daddy or grandma or whatever, or Auntie Brittany, um, I'm giving it to you with Santa in my heart. And she loved that. She was like, okay, great. And I was like, that was the way my grandpa explained it to me whenever I was like, wait a minute. Um, but I still, I still leave out milk and cookies for Santa on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's an offering. <laughs> it is. And I was like, it's Santa's- an offering to your spirit guide. You were wrong in their last episode. This is a correction. The last episode. Oh, I guess it offering. is. I leave an offering. Um, I don't know. I kind of think of Santa as Faye. Almost. He yeah. kind of has that sort of vibe around him. So yeah. But do you eat it? The next day. Oh. I let, I let, <laughs> I let the Christmas magic absorb it all night. And then I yeah, and then you let Santa live inside of you via via the glucose in those cookies right. into your heart. 
I am, he is in me of, of, with Christmas spirit. It's not a Via possession. Your blood it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not a possession. It's not the same thing. Yeah. So. I was gutted when I figured out about Santa because oh. I could not believe so many people had lied to me. Um, and then I was just like screaming and crying at the top of the stairs. And I yelled down to my mom. I was like, so does this mean the Easter Bunny's fake too? Oh, like, no. I, was, I, I could not believe so many injustices oh, no. upon me. Lies. Oh, no. <laughs> so many. Yeah. It, if, if we were to ever have any children, we would not be telling them about Santa in the way that it was told to me. And we'll be like, Santa's in everybody's heart. Here's yeah, an extra present. I think that's how <laughs> I would go about it is being like, yeah. there, there is magic on Christmas Eve. And that is when, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not exactly sure how I would do it, but yeah, part of me doesn't so. necessarily want to completely. I don't want to not do it because it's such a wonderful tradition as far as like right, Santa Claus yeah. and stuff. But well, I you don't also want them don't to want to traumatize either. my children. I also don't I was traumatized. I don't want to traumatize. I mean, I was traumatized by a lot of other things too. So I don't think the Santa thing was the only thing That's that was causing that betrayal trauma at that yeah, time. Yeah. That's <laughs> I was going to say, so my kid did pick up on the fact that there are a bunch of different Santas you know, are different people dressed like Santa and then all the different Santa movies, Santa's different. Mm-hmm. So, and that was when he was like three or four. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> my best thing as a parent, I was just like, well, you know, there are a lot of people that Santa's just one person, but there are billions of people. So there are, there are people that uh, he basically hires out or like, you know, asked to be him just or, like home alone yeah be like yeah. his yeah. essence right to sh- like spread those messages and get the christmas spirit going around and mm-hmm. to gather all the little kids wish lists or whatnot so mm-hmm. these are things that they don't tell you you need to think about before becoming a parent right that and you now, should probably yeah. think about before <laughs> becoming a parent <laughs> And now I'm thinking about it. Um, I will say that there is definitely a Santa Claus that I do believe is Santa Claus. And that is Santa J. Claus on Instagram. Oh, oh okay. Well, I'm going to look that up right after Oh, this. you should. He <laughs> is, in fact, Santa. He is, is, okay. he is Santa Claus. And I don't care what people tell me. Perfect. They can shove it. Well, <laughs> I think I think we made it through another episode, you guys. I do. I think we made it. What do you it. think? I'll oh no, it. I didn't write down our next topic. Hold on. I was gonna this say I think happens. I think we're at the end of the episode because I'm fucking starving. <laughs> <laughs> Charmed and alarm podcast ideas. Perfect. This is what I want. Okay, Yule. Chakras next. Okay. We're gonna really dig into my traumas. And chakras. And we're also gonna talk about cultural appropriation. Yeah. I'm gonna appropriate that to heal my stomach though, so Sorry. Um, so who's ready for our soapbox? So get ready. Pre-write your emails. Pre-write them I'm so for ready. us. I'm so ready. <laughs> um, we are taking the Christmas week off um, because we are doing too many things and we'll not be able to record. And we're going to take a break and honor our relaxation. 
Yes, yes, you should but as we well. We will see you in January. Yes, we love How all exciting. of you. Have a merry whatever the frick you celebrate. Um, oh, a, a very happy winter solstice. 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 <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Um, happy Hanukkah. Happy if Kwanzaa. If you celebrate Kwanzaa. If Yule. you celebrate Yule. If you celebrate, I don't know any other holidays, but I'm sure there are a bunch of them. Um, I went to a Midwestern public school. Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> but I hope every day, yep. every day from this moment until you hear us next is good and that you get everything you wanted and you get to eat all of the delicious food that is made like Brittany cooks and not yeah. like I cook. <laughs> <laughs> made the opposite of how I would make it. <laughs> um, May the please- Yule Goat be with you. May the Yule Goat be with you and also with you. Um, (laughs) We lift up our hearts. We lift them up to the goat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Remember to email your questions, comments, concerns, um, (laughs) concerns, (laughs) links to different therapists, (laughs) stories, and more to charmedandalarmed at gmail.com. Don't support us on Patreon because yet again we have not started one. I do not know when we will have time to do that, but one day it's coming. Um, and we want it. those those listeners when we're very, very popular and number one on Apple Podcasts and somebody wants to start from the beginning, we want them to know that maybe there's a Patreon out there. Um, so rate and review so that we can get to the top of the Apple Podcast charts. Um, we would like a five star if you can. Um, and then Write a really funny review and I'll read it on an episode. Um, follow us on social media at charmed underscore alarmed. Um, and again, have a merry Yuletide Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Solstice. Yule. Um, thanks, <laughs> Yule. Yes. Thanks. I forgot Yule in the episode. Perfect. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. And we are armed and alarmed bye everybody i'm gonna have to put like jingle bells at the end (gasps) yeah um so things are a little hazy because there's been like a thousand years since then and now um of history that uh you know it'll do that to a holiday um but (laughs) (laughs) there were sacrifices to gods um Maybe to supernatural beings, um, like the dead. They also had. Oh my God, he's breaking my earphones! Get down! No! He ruined them! No! No! Okay, well, I'm gonna have to put him up because he's mad. Oh, hold on one second. Merry Christmas. Is that what he does when he gets mad? He just starts eating all your wires? Yes. Yes, he does. I was going to say Freya starts scratching on stuff she knows she's not supposed to. She'll do it on purpose to know that I'm not paying attention to her. She is displeased. So then I yell screaming at her, and then she's like at me. (laughs) Okay, well I will have to have at least one more, one more pause because I can't find him because he knew he did something very wrong and chewed through my earphones. He does do that when he knows. That I'm not giving him all the attention. Daisy um, 
She's up there. Yeah, I see her. Daisy will chew on electrical cords at the sockets when she's not getting her way. So she loves, she loves the tingling sensation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, so, Daisy. You know, no they contain way. multitudes. Um are they named Legion for they are many? Yeah. <laughs> they are many. Um they have many interests and know how oh I can't those are my work headphones, you guys. Whatever. I'm getting a new pair tomorrow. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm over it. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Um, stupid anyways. So 